welcome to Time Play 3HR, the video game podcast where we play a video game for three hours and then talk about it. My name, it's Lockie. And my name is Louie, and this week I played uh, over three hours of uh, Mist, the 2014 remake with you, Lockie, my friend. Yeah, we did it together. Two brains. Two brains. Still not very good. Still look something up. here today and who will discover the secrets that lie within the island will it be you or won't it be will it be find you out next <laughs> or won't it be <laughs> that's, yeah. that's beautiful dialogue <laughs> well you know this is recreating dialogue of the past um you know, from a time when story and writing weren't so considered within the games that were created. Because, you know, often they were created by small teams and they were made by super nerds who, who were sometimes not talented writers. Will it be you? <laughs> or won't it be? <laughs> that is a question. <laughs> Um, Lockie, hi, hello, hello. Hi, what's hi. up? Hi, Lockie, hi. Um, hi, um, welcome, how are you? Thank you, I'm good. Yourself? I, uh, couldn't be better. Very good. Just We've, got in uh... from, just got in from walking the dog. She's now lying down. I can only see her butthole from here. Um, I've got myself a little beer because we've got some left over from New Year's. Oh! Ooh, okay. I thought I'd, you know, get a bit spicy. You should have told me. Maybe I could have got one too. Go down. I'll wait. I have some awful beers. I, I have a whole bunch of awful, horrible beers in the fridge uh, that have been sitting there for months. So I oh, try one of the those. Ones, these are the ones your mum gives you? Uh, well, yeah, the ones that get delivered to... <laughs> incorrectly delivered to an apartment that <laughs> my mother rents out. Amazing. Um, shall I do that? Shall I get one of those? Absolutely. Hold that thought. I'm back in the room. He's back. Um, this is going to be awful. I'm going to have one sip of it and then bin it. <laughs> oh, in my okay. hand, <laughs> I have... I mean, there's a reason it's not been drunk for months. Yeah. Uh, a coconut and tonka bean milk stout. Tonka bean. <laughs> Did you ever play Tonka Raceway? Uh, this I played... is Tonka Raceway. I, I had one of the Tonka games. It's like an early video game memory for sure. Tonka. Tonka, Tonka. Um, tonka. I don't know what a Tonka bean is. <laughs> uh, tonka bean milk. So it's milk, milk from a bean. Tonka bean. I'm looking up Tonka bean. Oh, tonka. what the... F- very bubbly. Oh, look at them. 
They kind of look like large raisins. Oof. This is not what it... This thing was so full. It was like fuller than the can. <laughs> I've never seen that before in my life. I've <laughs> opened it up. They're really trying to get rid of it. <laughs> I, I, literally, I've opened it up. Um, and the water level has come up above the, <laughs> the opening of the hole. Oh, interesting. So I've... I pulled it and instantly it splashed everywhere because it was literally pushed out to the sides fuller. How's, than, the, uh, how's, the, how's the aroma? I'm going to take a picture how's the aroma? of it after just being opened. Hey, we also never took pictures of our torches and put them on uh, Discord. Yeah, I've been waking up in the middle of the night in a cold sweat every time remembering that. Yeah. Um, how's the aroma? Smells kind of like a gross stout. Would you say it's spicy and fruity? Uh, is that the description of the tonka bean? Uh, I've clicked on the Atlantic's article, the tonka bean, an ingredient so good it has to be illegal. Oh, shit. A wrinkled legume could be oh, the next big shit. thing. <laughs> if only the FDA would stop busting chefs who crave its spicy, fruity aroma. Uh, this was written Ooh. 12 years ago. Weird. They're comparing it to opium. Right. <laughs> right. Okay. But not because of um, opium's effects. <laughs> They're just comparing it in terms of taste. In that well, opium doesn't have a taste. <laughs> what? What? Well, this okay. certainly has a taste. This tastes a lot like air. Um, okay. So how, how is it? Reviews? Time Play 3HR Tonka Beans. Kind of got... And coconut. And stout. Mm. Kind of tastes like... If you take a... Heavy, gross beer... Add some... Pepsi. Rather than Coke. Add some Pepsi. And... Uh, squeeze, yeah, some like prune juice in there. Oh. I guess just add Dr. Pepper. So, are you going to stop drinking it? I'll sip it. I won't enjoy it, though. Oh, wow. Um, welcome to 2022. Welcome. I hope everyone enjoyed our game uh, podcast Game of the Year episode last week. Always a fun one to do. Absolutely. Congrats to... Our winning game. <laughs> Whatever <laughs> Which, that was. Uh, you don't remember? <laughs> no. Oh my god, it? you suck. What was uh, it? I'm not going to tell you, it's a surprise. Go back and... Uh... Get out of here, I'm not listening to an hour-long episode. No, 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 I'll tell you afterwards, but for the people, you know, for any listeners who haven't listened to it, I'm going to recommend you go back and listen to it, because it's a good episode. Oh, I see. And you don't want it spoiled. Uh, for you, I will say the clue, but it Actually, always has been there. Oh, yeah, of course. There. Of course. Yeah, of course. Yeah, um, uh, yeah, that was good fun. And we are here in the year 2022, um, ready to talk about more video games. Lockie, we actually did not mention what game I was supposed to be playing this week. So unless they have, of course, read the title of the podcast, they have no idea um, 
what it could yeah. possibly be. Um, why don't Which you they have set set uh, it up, set the stage. <laughs> sure, I mean everyone's. I'll take a title. sip. Uh, it it's Mist. We're playing oh. the original Mist or a remastered version of the original Mist. The uh, we're actually technically breaking we... classic puzzle adventure game uh, from 1993. We're, yeah, well, we yeah we're technically playing real Mist. The masterpiece edition, um, which is the version that released—I just looked this up—the version that released in 2014. Um, however, there was also Real Mist, which was the first 3D version of Mist, um, and then a masterpiece edition. <laughs> I don't, I don't, there were a few different versions, and uh, this is now the most up to date. Oh, that's that. You know, that's not actually true. I just realised because I was looking on uh, the Xbox Game Pass, and there's another version of Mist called Mist. Okay, and wow. it looks it looks like hmm. the most up to date, brand new version. Oh, and you made us play this gunk. Yeah, I didn't want to play like this shiniest, newest thing. I wanted to play something that was at least a little familiar. Like a little as- familiar you never played the original one no but like to the aesthetic my like understanding of the mist aesthetic um yeah. but there's no one obviously looks, this new one looks pretty shiny sure maybe we should try it mm. no i can't believe this beer literally was overflowing from the moment i opened it yum 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 Ugh. the more you have the worse it gets um uh, and it's a game developed start? by by Cyan or Cyan Worlds, um, uh, which um, from my there uh, Mist Mist Locky. Do you know much about Mist? The history of Mist? No. I, um, do we need to hear it? Well, it's interesting. Just I think the only thing I really knew about Mist was that it was a hugely successful PC and Mac game in the nineties. Um, that like just like came out of nowhere and sold an insane amount of copies and then they made loads of versions of it and and they made some follow-ups as well um uh and that it was a weird puzzle game that inspired the witness in some sense and whenever i looked at it or like watched gameplay i just sort of could immediately tell that like whatever these puzzles are i they won't work for my brain, With your or at least, brain. yeah, that that's my always been my assumption <clears throat> of Mist is, um, um, so Mist is a uh, traditionally a point and click um, uh, adventure puzzle game where you are stranded on an mysterious island covered in sort of locations that you can walk to and interact with switches and knobs and bibbly bobs and um, wankadoodles. Uh, to try to get something, dear God, anything to happen. Um, uh, that's the kind of basic setup in terms of mechanically speaking. There's also... Um, you just imagine every turn you take, there are 14 switches, all which have numbers on them, and you're just left to figure out in what order to press those buttons to make the island change in some way. Um it sort of has this kind of its own logic that um, 
that just by just looking at it, you can very easily bounce off. Um, because there is nothing... It's funny because, like, the initial idea of, like, what if you, there was a switch that doesn't work <laughs> is, like, such an unsatisfying idea for a mechanic. Like, mm. what if we just covered an island in switches and every time you <laughs> none find of them one... do any. None of them do fuck all. Um, it, it's, like, really quite depressing. Um, um, so, yeah, it's but really easy... Not. Because there will be information that does reveal what these switches do, but you won't find it, <laughs> and it won't actually be around. It'll be really, really, really hidden somewhere, really rogue. That yeah. can only be accessed after you do one thing that's really stupid. Um. So yeah, it's an adventure game, I guess. Um, and it doesn't. It's a weird one. It's I don't know. It's a weird vibe as a whole. Um, it's almost like it's it's sort of tone is like, in a lot like the Tonka Bean, it sort of doesn't have a tone. It doesn't have a taste. Like it, it doesn't. It. Um, I disagree. It's you, pure mystery. Do you think? I guess Ooh. that's what it's going for. But to this me, what it, this game is. To me, it feels like it's kind of like sixty percent away from having like horror elements. Um, but it doesn't. And I think because of that, it like, it just, to me, I just like, oh, I'm just standing on this kind of drab looking island. Um, well, it, it's weird because within the plot and context of the game, it's not set within a time period nor within a single place. Um, it's sort of set within a combined idea of multiple times and multiple places, which really just, you know, removes any sort of context or story mm. and only leaves puzzles. <laughs> only leaves puzzles and curiosities and buttons and switches. Um, so I think this game does a great job at creating a pretty good sense of mystery. Yeah, I I guess I don't didn't feel that way. Like, the... Because, like, so we'll get to it but like we ended up reading all of the books that were currently available in the game and the game's got a lot of books going on it's just a whole book thing um to try and neither find of some... us are strong readers as well <laughs> just worth mentioning to find some stuff out and um uh oh actually really important to mention we played this together um uh so i was streaming it and Lockie was watching um on discord um so we and what was I trying to say? The books also are filled with lore and like just information about the world and the people that exist within it or don't exist within it. And like, I did not find, it's not that the writing was like particularly bad or anything, but like, I found none of that to be like, I want it to find good. out more about this. It felt very much like this is the reason why you have five different islands to go to in like, it was kind of just like it's just a weird like who are these weird characters they feel so i don't know unreal yeah. I, I i didn't mind that honestly i think it's these exact qualities that to me made it be like what the fuck is going on mm. <laughs> you know i think um i think there were aspects of the story that i could uh kind of guess where it's going um and maybe I'm totally wrong, 
but in my mind that sort of took away from a bit. But having this weird family within these weird places and a sort of suggested history that's affected the current, it seemed interesting enough. It it really... So, I mean, walking on to uh, the Witness Island mm-hmm. it had a, did have a similar feeling to me as going on to this Mist Island. Yeah, I think so. For me, like... And I was going to say, like, the... For me, the similarities to the witness and the difference, I think the main difference, well, let me start again. The thing that kept me interested as we played Mist was I wanted to, I wanted to understand for myself what the like theme of the puzzles were. Like that was my main goal was like, whenever I've looked at this game before, seen a bunch of switches and buttons and not understood how you solve the puzzle and like and my my main curiosity was like there must there obviously has to be some um repeating language here to learn that helps me get through this game it can't it can't just be a bunch of random shit um and the witness i think is interesting because it takes that idea but it immediately you immediately know what the language is because it's you have to you walk down the first corridor of the witness and you see a big square yeah. at the end with what a line the difference and then you go oh okay so that is the language and the entire island will confine to that language straight away so you immediately know what you're looking for it's i mean it's infinitely more playable yeah of whereas course. The, the mist is just like you need to figure out what you're looking for first it doesn't even attempt to put you in a point you in a direction no, it, it, it is a world of difference, um, but purely tonally, I mean, I think these games are um, whole different beasts in terms of how you tackle them and the puzzles they present, uh, but in terms of just the tone and vibe of the island, pretty similar. Yeah, that, that thing definitely I would agree is like um, that um, the separation they have between puzzle solving and story or lore elements feels very similar in the witness and mist um i feel and also the sort of like there's no reading in the witness right um there's no no i don't think there's any reading but there is like audio logs and uh, audio logs it's just a much better way to do these things and there was a bloke on a screen um that talked to you and like that sort of thing um so like it Uh, and like there was some fmv and stuff so like in terms of this kind of like strange separation you have from the actual characters versus what you're doing that feels very similar. Um, yeah, real time people in video games, it just it just never looks good. Has it ever looked good? FMV's fun. <laughs> it's like goofy as hell, but it's kind of fun. It never works. Um, yeah, the weird one today is you get like because we're at that point where. There have been several games that have like tried to transition from gameplay to FMV and and trick you into thinking it's um, like the same. I remember in uh, Need for Speed, the like the reboot on like PS4, um, it would it went from like here's your three D model of a car in a garage, and it would pan over, and then there would be a real human standing there talking to you in first person, and like for like the first. I think the first time, maybe maybe the first time you see it do it, your brain goes, oh, 
that's cool. And then, like, every other time you just see this horrible 3D model of a car <laughs> behind a real human. Um, it's funny how that, like, it just immediately ages whatever you do when you do that. Yeah. I bet that's um, so bad now. I bet. I bet it does. Uh, do you want to know why I made you play this game? Yeah. Uh, this was one of the first games that I sort of ever entered into my uh, consciousness. It was a very, very early one. Um, I think it was probably around the time that I was playing my first video game, which was Pokemon Yellow, mm. um, at my uncle's house in America. Uh, he had two sons, and they were playing this game. And I was far too young, but one of the sons would tell me all about the mysteries and the excitement. And to me, it just sounded amazing. mm uh, but I, I never opened it, and it was always just a story to me. You know, it was like when someone tells you about some crazy story, and you're super interested for whatever reason, but you never—it's never even like an option to actually see the thing itself. Yeah. Um. And so this game has always had a sort of, uh, <laughs> not police in my heart because <laughs> that's definitely not it. Uh, it's always just sort of been in my mind as this mystery and as these islands that exist that have mysteries that I've never been to, <laughs> which is kind of like a weird uh, a weird situation because, you know, mysteries are exciting. Um, and it's weird sort of knowing these places exist without ever being having been to them. Did you Do you have any... Memories of like the things he described, and did they the come brothers? Up? Yeah, I remember him talking about the brothers and the island and some sort of like chamber. Mm. Um, it, it's literally like someone going on holiday, coming back from a holiday, and being like, I did all of these things, uh, and you just been like, Okay, that sounds that sounds great, wow, <laughs> <laughs> but but never actually being to the place itself, yeah. Joe's, I was happy to um, check it out. Yeah, I can imagine, like, I think for the time period, especially, and, like, 3D stuff, and it was, like, pre-rendered, the original one, um, so it looked really good, I think, and, like, for the time, and I can imagine it being quite a, quite a, quite different to, like, most things out at that time, at least in, like, the vibe of it, the sort of first-person high quality um sort of desolate kind of looking mini island landscape um must right. have been quite striking for the time period i guess um sure um whereas today it just kind of looks like um it kind of looks like um a sort of an a, a cheap indie game that you would stumble across um it's, <laughs> you know like it just looks like a bunch of like pre-made assets that were chucked together. Um, yeah. Which is weird. Yeah, it doesn't look the best. It doesn't look the best. Although maybe Mist, whenever it came out, I think quite recently, Mist, whatever. It, I mean, it looks pretty nice. I mean, it just looks, mm. it just looks like a modern video game. It doesn't look great right now. Yeah, I'd be curious to see what it's like. Um, but we did, how did we do? We did okay. We read the books. <laughs> which we, we didn't around. need to read. For the for the I think no. we play like four hours like for yeah. for what we did in four hours 
So we saw, we saw, I knew that there were going to be books and I said like, there's going to be some books and I don't know their value, but I remember there being quite a lot of books and a lot of text in the book. Um, and I said, let's see if we can get through three hours solving puzzles without having to reference the books. Um, and that not because like reading is the worst thing in the world or anything, but like just, especially when you're doing it with someone else, um, just to be like, okay, now let's spend half an hour <laughs> literally Plus. reading um, in in the hopes of having some kind of solution coming out of it um, together is kind of a bit brutal. Um, and so we spent quite a it's lot of time, so brutal. quite a lot of time mucking about, flicking switches, pressing things, casually brute forced one puzzle. Um, um, and I guess we brute forced two puzzles, kind of. Well, I can't. Mm, maybe. Um, and uh, and then eventually we're like, well, we don't know. So we read the books. Um, yeah. it, it gets to a point where you go, let's not read the books. Let's just do as much as we can. And then it gets to the point where you're stuck. And then you go, okay, well, chances are there's some information on the books. <laughs> uh, and I think we did push it off a couple of times. But it's so hard to progress whilst thinking that maybe the answers are just here and available for us. Mm-hmm. But we can't know until we read a book. Um, and the answers were not in the books, um, at least not for the immediate things we needed to solve. Um, so it seems like there is some stuff in there um, to maybe give you some hints towards some stuff. But actually thinking about like what we saw after the books, um, I don't know how much of the stuff in that book is really that valuable. Um, no idea. We'll have to play more and find out. Yeah. Um, uh, and I think the the thing that we were stuck on, we ended up having to look up. So the game has like built in a built-in guide, and it's nicely written so that it doesn't spoil things. It gives you hints before it gives you the spoiler of what the solution is. Which is, I think, you know, the best way to do it. There have been plenty of times in the past where I've been playing a game and want exactly that. Like, I want... Just give me, like, a... Just a point me in the right direction. Give me a hot or cold. Yeah. Um, because I'm having fun. I don't want to cheat. Uh, but <laughs> also fucking losing my mind here. Yeah. There's, uh, there, so there are, like... you could um, point me in the right direction. There are websites that I've used before that have a similar function. I remember finding one for, I think it's specifically for like adventure games. I remember finding one for Full Throttle, the Double Fine game. Um, Okay. um, Or LucasArts, I guess. Um, uh, And like the way it worked was really cool because it would like, it would give you like some of the, some of the spoiler and then you'd say reveal more and it would give you a bit more. I would say reveal more and it would give you all of it, um, which is a nice way of doing it. Um, That's cool. Anyway, yeah, so it has like this inbuilt guide thing, I think probably because obviously they know that you're going to struggle. It's 2022 and, Uh, or it's 2014 and people don't have the patience that they did in would Yeah, and they would rather you get a hint than get the spoiler online, I guess. Um, Or stop playing the game. Yeah. Um, So we did that and then we (laughs) were still stuck after the hint, so we got the spoiler and it turns out there was a an interactive button on a map that didn't look interactive. Yeah. Um, 
we we had figured out everything to do with this map um how it works with the island the uh ways to adapt the map turns out you just have to click on the map yeah. <laughs> which uh we hadn't done yeah um and you know after walking around an island for 40 minutes yeah it's uh yeah a pain but once that was done we we did pretty good i think we did decent i, I really I, do once yeah once we got past that we then moved on to the sort of one of the first islands you can go to and we i don't think we saw everything on that island but we managed to get there um get a thing that we were looking for and then figure out how to get back with really not many hang-ups like quite natural like mm. a very healthy pace um yeah like a satisfying pace with consideration and uh workings out without being uh yeah messed around too much which was nice um and yeah, after uh, if if the I, th I think if i still have not quite answered my question of what is the thematic of the what are the themes of the puzzle solving um although the place we went to and got through gives me a pretty good idea that it's actually quite simple um maybe um it seems like it's it is actually kind of just knowing which buttons to press and and when um uh and there isn't some some like the because part of my brain is when when you're like faced with that first island of like a bunch of random switches that don't do anything um this the my brain is either like okay there's something i'm either completely missing in terms of like there's a thing i haven't pressed um in which which i won't find or or there is or it's just completely beyond me and like there is some greater knowledge i have to have learned in my life in order to apply it here you know <laughs> and it's not it's neither of those it's it is just um uh find the right sequence of events really yeah and and i don't think they actually did it too effectively cuz the way it seemed uh was that a lot of the information for the island that you start on is not on the island uh it's found off island and maybe i'm totally wrong um but i want to say that a lot of it's off island which leaves you being presented with a whole bunch of puzzles that you don't understand whilst also not being aware that there's more than the island you're on mm. um and sort of getting off the island is one of the first islands but it's also <laughs> it's really not the most intuitive thing at all yeah um yeah i think it's it's really um disheartening just because like there's there's only so many like <laughs> there's only so many times the game can reject you before you start to feel really crap and just like oh i don't want to do this anymore like and just starting the game as i said with just an island of switches that don't do anything it's just like you're just told over and over again that, that what you're doing isn't right um with no feedback uh yeah and um that's that's what's tough and it even said directly in the manual um which i actually kind of like that this game won't necessarily even tell you if you have done something right yeah um you know you can do something and the uh change that may occur on the island because of or even off the island because of this action that you've done in one place um 
may not be obvious straight away, which is kind of cool uh, and also kind of horrible, especially when you're not told when you do something wrong. Yeah. Because you assume it's all wrong. Um, yeah, and it, it doesn't... It doesn't... Um, it really doesn't give you a lot of feedback, which I sort of respect in a way, and, like, I just... I also wish, like, damn, I wish those switches made a freaking proper noise. Um, yeah. You know. Uh, we did all right. I had fun. Yeah. I enjoyed my time. Yeah. I, I I would I would be curious to poke around another island or two at least, um, sure, and just again just to try and solidify what the game actually is. Um, are there three mists? How many are there? Of these things. There's well, they the sequels were called like it was Mist Riven and something else, and then like I don't know Mist 20s. Online. What? Uru Live. Um. And then I think in like 2016 or something, a few years ago, they made like a brand new, I can't remember what it's called, but wow. an O. Uh, I'm not sure. Uh, let me look. Mist Riven. Uh, Abduction is the one they made most recently, I think. Or maybe it's Firament. Abduction and Firament. Mist Online. What is Mist, Mist Online? I'm reading it. I'm reading about it now. It's an MMO uh, where they solve puzzles from 2003. Wow. And it looks horrible. <laughs> oh, there are a bunch of mists. Mist. There are a few, yeah. Mist 5. Mist 6. Wow. There's Mist 6, but there's. And there's a Mist 3, but on their page they don't have Mist 4 or Mist 2. I've just Googled Mist 6 and nothing's come up. Maybe it's just been announced? Mist 5? Buy it now on Steam. Okay, 5 comes up. Mist End of Ages. Mist Revelation is Mist 6. 2005. You can buy oh, this game looks pants. Oh, Mist 6 came just out visually. in 2000. Mist 6 came out in 2004. It was published by Ubisoft. Wait, what? Mist 6 came out in 2004? <laughs> yeah. Mist 5 came out in 2005? Hang on. <laughs> Mist 5. Uh, Mist 5, release date. Oh, uh, dude. 2005. <laughs> I'm reading the Roman numeral wrong. Oh, okay. <laughs> Mist 4? Yeah, it's Mist 4. Okay. <laughs> I was going to say, that is mysterious. It's pretty mysterious. Oh yeah, yeah. All right. Riven looks kind of cool. The sequel to Mist. It's got like this kind of mm. mountainous, steampunky vibe. Um. Okay. Uh. That's that's Mist. Lockie, do you have anything else to talk about with Mist? Real Mist, the masterpiece yes. edition or whatever. Yes, I do. Mm. Uh, there was a time in the game when me and Louis were playing together. And he pressed a button, and I did a sound effect, and he thought it was in-game. <laughs> okay, okay. Now It was very, very funny. <laughs> now, to be clear... I went... <laughs> and, and Lou was like, did you hear that? <laughs> yeah, I said, did you hear that? Because the sound effect sounded so bad. <laughs> 
that I had to point it out. That's why I said that. Not because it was like, wow, that's one convincing sound effect. <laughs> it was convincing enough that you thought it was in-game. Well, Bad or not. <laughs> bad or not, you thought it was real. Yeah. I thought Which it was, was really bad. Amazing. You thought it was real and bad. Not yeah. real. Really bad. Really bad. Um, And then he kept flicking the switch and then, hmm, wait, now it stopped. <laughs> oh, I laughed. <laughs> oh, how you laughed. Like oh, I laughed. Uh, that's it. That's all I have to say. Fantastic. You? Um, yeah, I'm done. Nice. Uh, tell done. me. Do you want to know what game what we're playing we... next week? Hell to the yes. The first game to add to my game of the year list <laughs> for the end of 2022. <laughs> um, I thought, tis the season, Lockie. Okay. Tis the season. I'm listening. Um, it is... Um, part of a franchise that I l- love dearly. The Sims. No. Okay. Um, we have played a game from this franchise before. It's getting harder and harder now that we've done like 200 episodes. Um, yeah, but it is not a like sequel or prequel or it's not a numbered. It's just exists in the same franchise. Okay. <clears throat> um, There's a clue. Um, and I. Um, Slime Roger. <laughs> sequel. Um, and I, I, I saw, I saw, I saw. Um, Matrix 4 the other day. Oh. Okay. Tis the season. Um, the movie's pants, right? That's what I hear. I loved it. Did you really? Mm-hmm. Wow. Uh, <laughs> you can't trust me. Uh, okay. I don't, I don't know any other Matrix games. I don't know any Matrix games, full stop, other than The Path of Neo. Yeah, well, and yeah. the uh, Stickman one that was on... Uh, Stick Page? Was it Stick Page? Well, was I think... The Stick Page was a website where they had a bunch of uh, Flash games with Stickman in it. Maybe Stick Page. Were there any other ones? Uh, Stick Page was the one I was on. I think it was probably Stick Page. Um, we're going to play... Um, Enter the Matrix. Okay. Which I know significantly less about than Path of Neo. Though I did play it a li- I think I rented it once as a kid. Um, Wasn't there an on Matrix MMO as well? Yeah. All these games we can't play. I wish. I wish I could play the Matrix MMO. Uh, so this game's called... Sorry, one more time. Enter the Matrix. You play as Niobe and Ghost, which are characters you've not met because you haven't seen the sequels. No. Um, but I don't think it follows any of the sequel storyline. I think it's like a random story. Jeez. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Sounds good. Um, uh, thank you for listening.
Thank you for listening. If you've enjoyed it, listen to more. Or just wait till next week. Or be satisfied with what you've heard and do something else. Um, If not, hey, no stress. Uh, You can find out more about the show on uh, Twitter, Instagram. Just search TimePlayed3HR. We have an email as well that we... I think maybe haven't mentioned in a while, which is timeplay3hr at gmail.com. Um, we have a Ko-Fi if you want to send us a tip. Did we mention the anonymous tip we got? Yeah, I think we did mention that at the end of did. last week's or maybe the week before. Yeah, yeah thank you very much uh, for that. Um, all tips go back into the show, so mucho appreciate. Um, which is ko-fi dot com slash time played 3HR yeah nice um we have a discord that's like the best place to get us um yeah if you want to recommend us a game we've got quite a few recommendations now stacking up but um uh if you want to do that or just come say hi um we'll chat to other people that listen to 3HR um you can do that you can do so uh that's it wonderful you later.